Hello and welcome to the first um, podcast from New Zealand Blockchain Forums. My name is Gotham Paul and today I'm going to be speaking with Bubba Cook from WWF. Bubba is the Western and Central Pacific Tuna Program Manager and what we're going to be talking about today is blockchain not crypto <laughs> we're not talking about money we're actually going to be talking about the technology and the applications um, in blockchain and how they are being used by companies like WWF for sustainability social responsibility and traceability and so on so I'm not going to introduce Bubba because he's here but over to you Bubba if you wouldn't mind just introducing yourself to the audience please Sure. Thank you, Gautam. Um, well, just by way of background, uh, I, I've been working in fisheries conservation and management for more than 20 years at this point. Uh, and I've worked across uh, you know, a variety of sectors, including the industry, uh, government, and most recently, the non-governmental organization or, or uh, NGO sector through my role with WWF. Um, a, a specific focus of the work that I do has been around uh, technology and the application of technology to solve complex and challenging uh, conservation and management problems in fisheries. And that's what ultimately brought me to using blockchain as a, a potential traceability and transparency tool in supply chains as a way to use market leverage to, to um, uh, improve practices on the water and help consumers make better choices about the seafood that they buy on their, based on their values. So thank you for having me today. Our pleasure, and thank you very much for your um, introduction. Most of us would not associate WWF with blockchain, with the blockchain technology or the applications. And you sort of touched on um, how you became interested in it. But how does this really relate back to sustainability and social responsibility? Well, Gautam, uh, our mission at WWF is to seek a future where humanity lives in harmony with nature. Um, thus, human behavior and associated impact is an important consideration in everything that we do. As a result, WWF has long been engaged in the development of market incentives to drive sustainable and ethical consumption, such as through the programs we initiated under the Forest Stewardship Council or Marine Stewardship Council, which some listeners may be familiar with. A key component of that is verifying and validating the products impacting our national natural resources through uh, robust and reliable traceability tools, um, giving the retail markets the tools they need to secure their reputation and minimize, minimize risk of supporting unsustainable or unethical practices, which is supported by informed consumers driving demand for sustainably and ethically produced products, represents an important feature of protecting our, our natural heritage in a direct way through that market leverage that I mentioned earlier. Hmm. From a more personal view, um, after a friend of mine working as a fisheries observer on a tuna transshipment vessel was murdered in 2015, I wanted to prevent the products of that incident from ever reaching the market, but was told that it was not possible because of the opaque and diffuse nature of the seafood supply chain. Blockchain presented a potential solution that could solve that problem, uh, which served as the impetus for my own interest um, and WWF's involvement and using it as a tool to secure not only sustainability claims, but also justice for human rights violations. Very sad story, but uh, absolutely uh, amazing what you've sort of gone on to do with that. Uh, thank you for sharing that with us. Um, you, you mentioned sort of you touched on it. How, um, who, in terms of who's actually applying these applications, who, who exactly is using them right now in New Zealand? 
Sure. So our, our work in blockchain began with a pilot project in 2018, tracing fresh and frozen fish from a sustainable tuna fishery partner in the Pacific Islands, where we proved the viability of the technology for use in the seafood supply chain context. You know, we've, we've since gone on and we've learned from and, and believed in that experience enough that we decided to establish a joint venture with Boston Consulting Group Digital Ventures uh, to form a company called OpenSC, which includes blockchain as a core component uh, of a product used to establish provenance, as well as track attributes of products from their origin to their ultimate destination. OpenSC is currently tracing about 10% of the global Antarctic toothfish production with an aim to secure more than 80% over the next couple of years. Mm -hmm. And OpenSC is also tracing prawns from an Australian prawn trawl fishery, as well as currently looking to expand application of the technology across several more fisheries, including some additional tuna fisheries in the Pacific in the near future. I think what we've seen over the last decade or so is, is an expansion of blockchain applications across a number of fisheries ranging from uh, aquaculture salmon production to some shellfish production, as well as wild capture fisheries, and, and I expect that expansion only to continue. That's fantastic. Shouldn't we be applying this within our own fisheries here in New Zealand? Um, the answer to that is absolutely unquestionably and unequivocally yes. Um, we just saw an incident in the press this last week where illegally harvested craze and power from the Chatham Islands were accessing a supply chain to the detriment of legal fishers and the environment. Um, while the Ministry of Prim Primary Industries did a remarkable job of investigating and prosecuting that case, credit where credit is due, the level of transparency and traceability afforded by blockchain would have made the, the fisheries management system more accountable and more timely. Uh, it might have deterred the criminal activity in the first place, and it would have made any investigation and prosecution far more efficient and effective. Now, personally, I think that New Zealand has the opportunity to set itself apart as a leader in transparent and traceable seafood supply chains. And we're already halfway there with the electronic data capture offered by regulatory mandates for electronic reporting and soon for electronic monitoring. With the appropriate level of institutional and political will, New Zealand could be the first country with a fully traceable and transparent fishery supply chain that would allow government and industry to be able to say, you don't have to take our word that our fisheries are sustainable, you can see for yourself. And I think that would be a, a huge step forward for New Zealand and for the world in terms of our seafood supply chains and ultimately the impact that we have as consumers on the environment. And that's obviously your sort of your end goal in terms of the whole planning behind what you're doing here. But how are you going to go about promoting this? Because right now, so few people know this is what you're doing and this is what you're you're really aiming to achieve. Well, I mean, first and foremost, uh, we're investing in the application of the technology through our, our own OpenSC platform. So fully and transparent and traceable products across all commodities are the key to ensuring that only sustainably and ethically sourced products make it to market. And we are able to effectively exclude the products of illegally, unethically, or immorally produced products from that market. Um, we're also promoting efforts through the initiatives such as the Global Dialogue on Seafood Traceability, or GDST, and the Seafood Alliance on Legality and Traceability, or SALT, to establish the clear foundations for data capture and standards for traceability that would ultimately optimize blockchain application. 
Mm -hmm. You know, I personally view the, the kind of transparency and traceability that a technology like blockchain offers is a, a moral imperative to safeguard our global supply chains from allowing the products of unsustainable practices or human rights violations from accessing them. I see the technology in one form or another as becoming ubiquitous in the near future, not just for the reasons that I've already stated, but also because I believe that the technology will be better able to minimize the impact Links and time of recovery related to supply chain disruptions like we've seen under COVID-19. Mm -hmm. And is that really the message that you want to get out there to the fisheries and to the government and to our consumers? I, if I had a, a simple message, um, you know, to, to get out to the public, it, and that includes the fisheries, government and consumers, it's that it's time as consumers that we get to know where our food is from and how it is produced and that we are able to make an informed choice based on irrefutable and verifiable information. And the future is now. The technology has never been more viable than it is now to secure full supply chain trace, transparency and traceability. And it is only going to get better. Uh, it is our responsibility as a society that we use every tool available to leave the world better for all of humanity. Baba Cook from WWF, thank you so much. That's been a wonderful uh, uh, conversation and uh, also enlightening us with in terms of what and how and, and where you want to go to achieve um, the aims of your um, uh, association. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Gautam. It's been my pleasure.